dive bar at the end of the Walk of Fame. The cartilage left over in a bag of Popeye's chicken. Chronic talk from stars, would-be stars, wannabes, and people who just want to hear themselves talk. This is Outlaw Radio with Magic Matt Allen. What a boy would be if Siegfried and Roy had a son. Hey, go ahead, uh, subscribe uh, to Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio. I don't say that because of any uh, ego. It's simply the only way you can find us on YouTube. You have to implicitly punch in Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio to find us on YouTube. We're on great radio stations throughout the country. Did I mention it's hunting season in Wisconsin? Hunting season! Yeah, I know. Let's go get some. Yeah, our, our buddy Robo, man, Robert Gagne, yeah. the, the football player. He's get a, some. He's out there hunting. Yeah, that's got to be fun, man. Oh, he got a, he got a nice buck this this year. Yeah. My buddy Mark Walker in Montana, he's getting his own animals right now. That's got to be fun. Stocking his freezer up. Eating that cheese, uh, eating that sausage, uh, sucking down. Well, they probably don't drink and shoot, right? Oh, are you, it's robo. No, no, I'm talking about the masses. Oh, I, you're not supposed wouldn't that be, to. Wouldn't that be illegal? You're not supposed to. <laughs> no. But, you know, liquor and yeah. firearms don't go together very well. <laughs> no. Yeah. Hey, uh, today's weather. Anchor Al Roker hospitalized for blood clots. Oh, no. Yeah, Al Roker is uh, in the hospital. And, hey, Lori, did you know that I am... Not one to boast, but I am one of Al Roker's favorite DJs. I didn't know that. Well, if you will punch up uh, number 358, as 358, I will prove this to you right this second, that Al Roker, God uh, rest his soul, oh, he's not dead. No. But he's in the hospital, and we wish him a fast, a quick recovery. But Al Roker is uh, is a big fan of uh, yours truly. Hi, everybody. I'm Al Roker. You're listening to one of my favorite DJs, Magic Matt. Said it right there. One of his favorite DJs. He did say it. Right? Right? He said it. He's doing a little top 40 puking there. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Huh? Yeah. Hey, good afternoon, Sal Rocker. Al Rocker. It's afternoon. funny, I had him do that same drop for me. Yeah, here's, Mada- <laughs> here's Madonna on uh, KFRC, San Francisco, <laughs> with your with old Al Roker. Is it? Is it just me? No, play that again. He, uh, he's definitely he's doing a little puke. It's right? a Flash Friday. Little top, uh, little top uh, forty puking uh, coming at you. Good afternoon, seven twenty-two in the afternoon. <laughs> oh wait a second, it's nighttime. Woo, my problem. Forty-eight minutes until eight. All right, go ahead. Call number nine. Hi everybody, I'm Al Roker. You're listening to one of my favorite DJs, <laughs> Magic Matt. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Good afternoon to you. It's uh, Allie in the afty. Uh, Al Roker, uh, God bless you, buddy. I always like that guy. How do you not like that guy? He always stays under the radar and yeah. uh, just sort of does his weather. Uh, he took over for that uh, that big fat white guy. Remember? Remember the dude who was on uh, the Today Show for friggin' ever? Uh, he w- and that guy, man, you talk about a lovable dude. And no one in this room can know. think. No, no one, no one in this 1876 Virginia City Nevada style bar can big think fat of it. White guy. I'll I... tell you. I'll tell you, man. When the big fat white guys die, no thin. one remembers them. You thought what, Lori? I thought that guy was thin. No, no. Yeah, he may have gotten thin. But Al Roker, you know, was a big heavy guy. Didn't he sort of lose some weight? I don't know. I think he looks great. Uh, Robert Clary, Hollywood legend, Nazi concentration camp survivor. Ugh. Last, the very last of the Hogan's Hero stars to die. 
at 96 years old, Robert Clary. Remember, he was the Frenchie. He was the little French guy. Oh, yeah. On Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, they called him Frenchie on the show. Played that feisty prisoner of war in the improbable 1960s sitcom Hogan's Heroes. His diet, he was 96. God, I would have loved to have been in that meeting. You know, that pitch meeting to the, the networks. All right, here's the idea. Yeah. We're going to make... We're going to make a Nazi concentration camp funny. Yeah. No, we can't. <laughs> That's they, not funny. That's not funny. Lori, Lori. Hogan? Lori, it became, it, yes, it became a huge oh. sitcom, and it was funny, and it became a huge hit. I know nothing. And made, made, nothing. Made stars of, well, certainly Richard Dawson, man, put oh, him on the map. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? The uh, guy, Clemperer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Banner. Yeah. But what else? What else did Clemperer uh, do besides that? Hogan. He's the guy who would say, Hogan. Not that I am. Yeah, but Matt, who's the, who's the guy that you got involved that. in the sexual scandals and stuff? Uh, oh, you mean the star? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's, what's that's his? Bob Crane. Bob Crane. Yeah. Larry Helvis got into trouble. He liked just some show. weird sex stuff. Yeah, man, that guy should have should have stopped while he was ahead. Oh. You know. He got too much money. A good-looking guy started off as a disc jockey here in Los Angeles. Had huge ratings, performing a morning radio show. Someone got wind of that. Saw that he was a good-looking guy in the. Radio, and uh, all of a sudden he pops up with his own sitcom, but that's not the only popping up that happened. Mm-hmm. And and he used to like to, and at that time was it video or no? It was, it was, it was the 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 new thing was video, and and he and his partner, who to this day a lot of people say killed him, but there was no substantial truth yeah. to that and no evidence. But man, that uh, Bob Crane, big star, but and did a couple Disney movies after Hogan's Heroes. But what kept food on the table for him was he was doing dinner theater throughout the country, and that's when it happened to him in Arizona. He was murdered, and they still don't know. It's one of those unsolved cases. But you know. I mean, I love believe me, I love sex as much as the next fella. But do you, do you really have to record it? Sometimes you do. <laughs> what? No, I have. No, you just don't. You, you have? You oh, don't. You bet your ass I have. That's you so don't. Freaking creepy, Marty. It, 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 it is. Why creepy. is that creepy, I, Lori? You I, think I'm the only one? Let's look. Let's do a survey. Lori, I find it creepy. I've only I have only videotaped you and I once. <laughs> one it time. Was fantastic. I have it in a vault. Really, Mark? Fantastic, Mark. I have it in a vault. In a he never saw it, Lori. It never happened. <laughs> well, I beg to differ. I saw clips. I did the sound track okay. for it. Uh, Willard up, Scott. <laughs> yeah, Willard Scott was the uh, the weatherman that everybody loves. Willard, Willard Scott on the Today Show. Oh, yeah. He was great. All right. Who are you? So anyway, <laughs> anyway, don't film and don't videotape your sexual escapades. All right? Just don't uh, do why it. Why not? Tommy Lee did. Bill Mahar. Yeah. Okay, that would be the end of the bit, Mark. Yep. That's it. That's it. Maybe for you. No, it's that's the, la- the last word. Well, maybe is, for you it is. No. It's my show, so, so I cut his mic word. right now while he's talking. No. <laughs> what an a-hole. Yes, you are. And what I'm trying to do is trying to teach you I not to be. I don't need to be taught anything so be- anymore. I'm too old for that crap. Bill Mahar. You didn't learn it when you were younger. <laughs> <laughs> Billy uh, wakes up out of a stupor. Hey, by by the way, down. Billy, you, <laughs> I think it's obvious no. The answer is no. You never learned it. Bill Mahar says on the left there is a rot. And it comes from academia, and uh, he's sitting there with uh, Stanford law professor Bar- Barbara Freed. 
Is that who he's sitting there with? Hold on. Sam Bankman. No, Freed's mother. So this is about the FT. mother? This is about the FTX CEO. You know, the the coin, the Bitcoin crap, and oh, it's and oh, it's yeah. all gone awry. Yep. And so they're talking about this. So, no, she's not on the show with him, but there's a chick and some, uh, obviously, both liberals. They use the R on, uh, on Real Time with Bill Maher. But he makes some good points. Here we go. Oh, uh. I also think there's an interesting connection here with academia because I was reading about his mother, SBF's yeah. mother. Uh, for, first of all, a lot of the money came through this. Pause for a second. Just so you know, anytime he mentions SBF, it's Sam Bankman Freed. And he's the CEO of FTX, which was a Bitcoin uh, debacle, and he was stealing money, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and got away with it uh, because he was. I'll tell you why. Do you want to know why? Because he's a big liberal, and all his liberal friends covered for him. That's what happened. Continue, please, Laurie Downey Jr. with uh, Bill Maher. Effective altruism was a social movement. This is, listen to this. I love this, the younger generation, when they think they've discovered something (laughs) new. (laughs) A social movement. A social movement dedicated to using evidence and reason to figure out how to benefit others as much as possible. Yes. Why didn't we think of that? Using evidence. Oh. Effective altruism. Those are the generation Zers. Okay. So it turns out both his parents were were professors at Stanford. I'm bringing this up because you're into this area. Yeah. Um, And the mother wrote an essay in 2013, Beyond Blame. She said, the philosophy of personal response... Okay, listen clearly to this. The philosophy of personal responsibility, and then he'll continue. I mean, let this this sink in what he's about to say, what this guy, Sam Bankman-Fried's mother, wrote a piece on. Continue. has ruined criminal justice and economic policy. It's time to move past blame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is... Is it really wow. time? Personal responsibility is bad, and blame, that's a thing of the past? No wonder this guy's a f***ing crook. You were raised wrong. <laughs> yeah, right. You were raised wrong, ass. Yes, yeah. it's true. Blame so, it on the so parents, I, man. I study moral psychology, and... I know uh, you do. And there's, there are some really interesting studies done by a, a philosopher named Eric Schwitzgabel who looked at, are philosophers who study ethics more ethical? And he looked at what books get taken from the library and never returned. Ethics books are more likely to never be returned. <laughs> Isn't that funny? He looked, Is that right? He did, he did all, kinds of, all kinds of surveys like, you know, who calls their Pause. mother on Mother's Day? That's so friggin' funny. The, effi- the books yeah. on ethics are the, are the ones most likely not to be returned. You know, philosophers and moral philosophers are a little bit less likely to. So at, at, very, at very least, there's no sign that thinking and reasoning and studying ethics makes you more ethical. Right. And one thing True. it does is it makes you very, very good at post hoc justifications of whatever the hell you want to do. Yes. yes. Justification is, is a number one today. In the countries that are backsliding the most, the countries that are, are getting becoming less stable democracies, Listen. those are precisely the countries where polarization is rising. In other words, 
the more you hate the other side, right. the more you can justify anything because it's an, they're an existential threat to the country. Right. And if we have to invade the capital to turn over the election, we'll do that. Yeah. Or whatever. But it's on, you, you see well, it on both pause. sides. And so yeah, but you, you see it on both sides. But of course, you use that to illustrate of course. this. Right. Of course. Yeah. Well, it's the, it's the Bill Maher show. Continue. If that gives any insight into how she feels her son ought to be treated from here exactly. out, then and that is really telling about I, a deficiency. Yeah, and then that's why I brought it up, because yeah. I really think... Look, we, we are, I think when historians look back at our time, they will not divide us into red and blue and Republican. I agree with this. Like the things that were wrong with us were wrong with both sides in different ways. No. I do think they manifest in a more dangerous way on the right. But on the left. Pause. There is. A He's, he he, ha, he I, has to curry. No, he has to curry favor with his side. And, and Bill, you know, you got a job to do and you and and, and you you have uh, hookers to pay. So, you know, you need <laughs> uh, no, he needs to keep the cash flow. So I don't hold that against him. Continue. Rot. And it comes from academia. Yes. And, I agree. And he said there's a rot. Am I, am I wrong about The that? rot comes from That's academia. Where it's all coming from. Yes. I just think this is an epitome yes. of it. This is what the mother says, and then the kid robs your money. Right. So I think part, part of what's happening here is that um, we have certain institutions in our society that you, you can call them epistemic institutions, which just means knowledge generating. And right. the, the academy is the premier one, the, the medical establishment, the courts are another. Um, and these only work if you have viewpoint diversity. They only work if I say something and then people are going to challenge me. Right. And the academy has always leaned left, and that's not necessarily a problem. The police lean right. It's not necessarily a problem. It's just people choose different careers. It is a problem. What's happened, in, and I've been collecting data on this. I started an organization called Heterodox Academy in 2015, and we've been arguing that maybe we should have some viewpoint diversity, not be Orthodox Academy. Wouldn't that because be nice? when everyone's on the same side, someone says something crazy like, how about if we stop punishing people? Right. And other people are afraid to object because that would seem to put you against a certain possibility. Right. That's right. Group thing. Right. And when that happens, what we get is is what I think right. we can call structural stupidity. Right. That is, you get. <laughs> yes. That is, you get, we you get, see it all the time. Yes, on the you left, really Bill. Smart people, but you put them together and they can't think straight and they say stupid right. things yeah. from the left that just right. play yes. really well on libs of TikTok and give the yes. right right. lots of ammunition. And you right. get onion headlines as policy. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Boom. All right, Lori. Yeah, yeah, I, I got to tell you, that Bill Maher uh, show you can certainly gleam a little uh, education every now and then, and uh, there was some smart stuff there. When we return, Broadway's The Lion King is facing a lawsuit for allegedly firing a sign language interpreter for being white. By the way, I'd, I'd fire his ass, too, or her ass. Because have I mentioned this earlier on the show? Oh, because I no, oh, I'm ti- I'm tired of the whiteies. Yeah. Tired of those honky ass. Yeah, they I, they're given everything, you know, and and it's time that we take from them. Plus, uh, only Harvey Weinstein could have saved. She said the movie. She said from bombing. Next on Outlaw Radio. So you're listening to Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio.